morning, good evening, good night, whatever time you're watching this, man. I'm Paul. This is Paul in Theology's Daily Devotional. Glad you're back listening. Yeah, we are uh, getting deep into the saviors or the judges of the Israelites during the time of the judges, man. And we're about to go on to a new one named Ehud. And so let's just let's just get on in it, man, because this is this is a, we got a little bit longer this time. And then as we keep going, we'll probably have to break them down a little bit more. But let's let's go and jump in this one, man. It says, and the people of Israel, this is Judges 3.12. And the people of Israel again did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord strengthened Eglon, the king of Moab, against Israel, because they had done what was evil in the sight of the Lord. He gathered to himself the Amorites, or I'm sorry, the Ammonites, the Amalekites, and went and defeated Israel. And they took possession of the city of Palms. And the people of Israel served Eglon, the king of Moab, 18 years. Then the people of Israel cried out to the Lord, and the Lord raised up for them a deliverer, Ehud, the son of Gera, the Benjamite, a left-handed man. The people of Israel sent tribute to him, to Eglon, the king of Moab, and Ehud made for himself a sword with two edges, a cubit in length, and he bought it, or bound it, on his right thigh under his clothes. And he presented the tribute to Eglon, king of Moab. Now Eglon was a very fat man. And when Ehud had finished presenting the tribute, he sent away the people who carried the tribute. But he himself turned back at the idols near Gilgal and said, I have a secret message for you, O king. And he commanded silence at all of the attendants went out from his presence. And Ehud came to him as he was sitting alone in the cool roof chamber. And Ehud said, I have a message for you from God for you. And he arose from the seat and Ehud reached with his left hand, took the sword from his right thigh and thrust it into his belly. And the hilt also went in after the blade and the fat closed over the blade, for he did not pull the sword out of his belly and the dung came out. Then Ehud went out into the porch and closed the doors of the roof chamber behind him and locked them. And when he had gone, the servants came and when they saw the doors of the roof chamber were locked, they thought, surely he is relieving himself in the closet of the cool chamber. And they waited till they were embarrassed. But when he still did not open the doors of the roof chamber, they took the key and opened them, and there lay their Lord dead on the floor. Ehud escaped while they delayed, and he passed beyond the idols and escaped to Sirah. And when he arrived, he sounded the trumpet in the hill country of Ephraim. Then the people of Israel went down with him from the hill country, and he was their leader. And he said to them, Follow me, for the Lord has given the enemies of the Moabites into your hand. So they went down after him and seized the fords of the Jordan against the Moabites and did not allow anyone to pass over. And they killed at that time 10,000 of the Moabites, all strong, able-bodied men. Not a man escaped. So Moab was subdued that day under the hand of Israel, and the land had rest for 80 years. Ooh, if you caught that, you see we are getting into some prime action here. Okay, what happened? What happened? Well, we get into that cycle again. We talked about the cycle maybe a couple episodes ago where it was the people do wrong. They sin against God. They forget their God. They serve the Baals. And then after that, they get oppressed. After they get oppressed, then they cry out to the Lord. After they cry out to the Lord, then uh, the Lord raises up a Savior. When the Lord raises up a Savior, he saves them. And then uh, the land has rest or they are freed from their oppression. As soon as they are freed from their oppression and the person dies, then the cycle starts over again. So we're in this cycle again. After Othniel dies, we see um, that uh, the people serve Baal again. They serve Baals and the Asherahs. And because of that, of course, the anger of the Lord burned. And then 
um, they raise up a, a, a person. Uh, the This time, God sells them into the hand of the king of Moab. Uh, what's his name? Uh, no, I'm sorry. I thought it was Ehud, but Eglon. That's right. Eglon, king of Moab. And he was a big fat dude. <laughs> that's funny. But anyway, what happens is they, they serve the other gods. Eglon rises up, oppresses them for 18 years. And then after these 18 years, the people are tired of it, man. You know, they're under oppression. They're getting beat, probably fed wrong, treated, mistreated in all sorts of ways. And so they cry out to God again. In their oppression, they cry out to God. And God does what? He raises up a savior. So he raises up a guy named Ehud. And the thing about Ehud is he left handed. He's a little different than most folks, man. What's funny about that is that Benjamin means son of the right hand. And so he's a left-handed person who is raised up from the people of right hands. And that's, that's unique in its own self. But anyway, he was raised up out of that. And they always give tribute to the king. So they'd have to take a gift up to him, money, something like that. And so they would uh, go up and do that. And this time, Ehud, the one that God raised up, is the one who's done, doing that. He went up there and he took the, 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 uh, the offering to him. And then after he took the offering to him, everybody left. But Ehud didn't leave. It says he turned around and went and talked to the to king, the, the king of Moab. And he said, hey, I got a message from God for you. And Mo, uh, uh, and then Eglon's like, oh, oh okay. Uh, what's the message then, man? And he said uh, this and pulled a daggum sword <laughs> out of his thigh. So the, the thing about the significance about that is that the, the sword is on his right thigh because he's left-handed. And so everybody's really right-handed. And so when they probably patted him down and searched him, they didn't even think about it or worry about it being on his right thigh because nobody would do that. Nobody would have the sword on their right thigh. So he was able to sneak that sword up in there. And so when uh, Eglon was like, hey, what's the message? He said, I got a message for you that the people of Israel will be freed. And he uh, stabs old uh, Eglon in the stomach. And he said, dude, so fat that the whole knife got consumed, even up to the hilt, you know, in the bottom. And he couldn't get it out. So he just left it and took off. It's funny because there's some some stuff from humor that you can see. It's like uh, the, the sword went in, and then it, it came out the other end. And then as soon as that came out the other end, it says that uh, uh, Ehud left out the back end. So it's, 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 it's hilarious stuff, man. But, uh, and after that, Ehud, uh, it says that the, the, his, his servants were waiting around, you know what I'm saying, trying to figure out what's going on. Like, why didn't Eglon come out yet, you know? And uh, they were like, it's probably because he's just using the bathroom. That's it. Little did they know it did say he was using the bathroom because it said poop came out the back end. But they're like, ah, he's probably just using the bathroom. And then after so long, they're like, we got to go in there. The doors were locked. They had the, they got the key, opened the door, and they seen the guy dead on the ground. Ehud had killed him. And he had left, and he went up to the hill country to get some of his folks. And they came back, and they utterly destroyed these people. They took over the uh, area of the Jordan and um, they dominated the the uh, Moab, the Moabites for 80 years now. What can we see from this story? What what do we know from the story? How can the story uh, uh, show us who God is? Well, we see, obviously, again, the main factor that we see in all of these. And, and we'll probably talk about this every time. So don't don't get tired of it, because I want to remind you, because it's a great idea, a great theme, a great understanding to know about the character of God is that he is gracious. You see, 
even when they serve the other gods. And they did it before. And God knew that that when they did it, that they were going to turn away from him after Othniel died. And so even after Othniel died, they um, they um, serve even after Othniel died, they served the other gods and God still saved them, still raised up a savior when he cried out for them, man, still raised up. a savior. And I'm going to tell you, they probably not repenting either. They're probably just doing that because they want God to help them. But God knows this and still saves them. God is gracious. What do we find out about ourselves, man? Is that, uh, and I think this is a cool thing, and it's not always something that you could just pull side to side, but I think it's we are ingenious people. We can do some things that that are sneaky, conniving, smart, thrilling, and that's what, uh, that's what Ehud does, man, when he puts that sword on his right thigh. But I also think that what we, we see from this is that even though you're different, even though you're not the average person, normal, like everybody else is, that God can still use you. You see, Ehud probably wasn't seen of as like this this outstanding guy because he's left-handed. He's different. He's he's an oddity because the tribe Benjamin, Ben-Hamin, means son of the right hand, and he's left-handed. And so even though everybody might look at him as weird, uh, crazy, especially in this time, man, because I think left-handed people were maybe not even considered um, um, healthy or something like that because they had to use the opposite hand. But God still used him. So I think that's uh, that's something that, that we can see is that even if we're messed up, God can still use us. And then how, how can we apply this in our lives? Well, first off, I think it's just to recognize that grace again. Beat that grace into your head. Recognize that God is gracious. And so if you have failed in any way, sinned in any way, that God still longs to save his people. God still longs to save his people. But then I also think that, man, if you if you think you're too far gone to be saved, man, don't think that. Because God not only can save his people, but he can use you after you have been saved and redeemed for his purposes to help save others. You see, Ehud was different. And still he was able to use that difference for the kingdom. Man, I got you guys listen to the time. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's. Uh, keep reading through judges and go through the next one the next one we're going to break down a little bit more it's deborah so read ahead if not come on we'll read together but we'll break it down i'll see you guys in the next one keep studying every day <laughs>